Hi, Joe here from She Did You Can. This episode is called Finding Your Crew and it is a co-production from Broad Radio. Head to broadradio.com.au and also from Women's Agenda, a daily news publication for women. When they say go right, we go left. When they say go Hi, I'm George McEncrow, founder of Sheba, Australia's first female-only rideshare. And I'm Jo Stanley, aspiring startup founder, and this is She Did, You Can, a podcast about turning your idea into a business. Learn from my experiences, create your company as I create mine. She Did, You Can, the inspirational, confessional, real-time guide to starting your business. George, you know that uh, old vaudeville act yeah. where you're spinning the plates? Yeah, yeah, that, that, where the guy's got to keep him, he's on a pole, he's like on a unicycle, and then and then he's got like cool hoops on both arms, and you're going <laughs> yeah. around and around and around. Well, can yeah. you see, I'm making broad radio, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm spinning plates, I've got hula hoops, I'm on a unicycle, and look, I've got a chainsaw. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God, Joe, you've got a chainsaw. Joe, if you're going to build a business, you can't spin all the plates. Oh, look out for that chainsaw. <laughs> oh, um, you have to hire someone. To help you with the chainsaw, or otherwise you are going to lose a limb Which or credibility is, or something. Well, that is what this episode is about, hiring people, finding your crew. Yes, yes, your team, your staff, the people who you trust, not to smash the plates everywhere. And Joe, you better get cracking because, buddy, you know what tomorrow is? It's the launch of Broad Radio. Oh, my God. <laughs> Can you just please pull my chainsaw yeah, I've got for it. me? I've got it. I've got it. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So, George, yes, but there is a clear moment, I think, where your side hustle Mm -hmm. becomes your front hustle. (laughs) Yes, the main project, (laughs) yeah. Right? And you're growing and you need help, obviously. You can't do it all by yourself. No. There's not enough hours in the day and you probably don't have all the skills either. No. They're very important things to recognise, time and skills and urgency, and they all come together to be some kind of force Majeure. <laughs> <laughs> and you're forced then to hire people, right? Yeah, you have to outsource things. You have to start saying, okay, I'm not going to do this. What are the jobs that need doing and who is best placed to do them? And, yes, people can wear multiple hats and, yes, you can get a lot of bang for your buck out of one key staff member. Um, and it all depends on, like, what time pressure you're under, what you've got in the bank, what are you prepared to spend and how close you are to having a nervous breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> you look pretty close. You look on the verge. Oh, well, I've been worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got most of it. 
under sorted. control. Yes, yes. Uh, Broad yep. Radio is launching uh, tomorrow, and it is very under control. But the, this conversation around hiring people, I think, is really critical for oh, anyone so who's important. sort of growing their business. Because let's assume people don't have much in the bank. Yeah, and that's how most people start, right? You're not going to go straight into having a full C-suite, for example, which is like a chief technical officer, a chief financial officer, you know, a chief operations officer. You're probably going to start with a couple of mates Mm. who've got some spare time to help you, you know, do some research with you or, um, I don't know, map out something with you or send out some emails or do whatever they're going to do. And you usually choose that person based on the fact that they're really into what you're doing. So they're very passionate about seeing your cause, your business, your whatever get to, you know, get to take off. And they want to hold your hand on the way. But often they are friends and that can be really problematic. Um, It can be great. But what I've learned after a long time is great contracts make for great relationships. And um, anytime there is there is ambiguity, there will almost inevitably be a very hard conversation to come uh, that makes you feel a little bit sick uh, do a little bit of wee in your pants yeah. before you have to have yeah. it. Or a little spew in your mouth. Or, or, a little bo- spew. or both. Or, or a little <laughs> bit of both, ideally, like a newborn baby. A little bit of <laughs> poo in your pants while you vomit on your nana's uh, lapel. That's kind of the general, the general vibe. But you also learn to have good conversations in business as well. So hiring friends. I think that is where you start, but it feels to me like it's your first option because you can't afford not to. Yeah. But it's risky. Have you done it? Yes, I have done it. How did it go for you? Badly. I mean, look, you know, (laughs) it went went absolutely predictably. So um, hiring a friend to – we established a rate of pay. What we didn't establish was expectations of – work and there was a lot of stuff that she didn't know about herself either so a lot of stuff with Sheba um, is quite traumatizing I guess you know there's quite a lot of stuff where people we get into a lot of data about you know when we're trying to get the rights to operate a women's only service so we had to get data to show that there was a cause and a need and we had to go and approach a lot of people about finding data of assaults in other forms of transport and so on so that was quite troubling for my friend and I didn't realise the extent of stress that that was causing her. So, look, it went – she she was very, very um, – I'm a very much a completionist. She's very much a perfectionist, which is often a great combination. But when she got overwhelmed, she sometimes just leave her stuff and go away and I'd be like, um, <coughs> squeeze me, like, where are you? <laughs> so we just learnt this about ourselves and then we had to have a conversation. and. I had to say to her, look, you know, I'm very happy to have paid you, but I'm really unhappy. And she was like, oh, my God, thank God you said it because I'm really unhappy too. And we both cried. We'd had a fight before that um, where she kept correcting my work and I was like, you're not here to be my editor. But I hadn't made that clear. So she had a bit of scope creep, as they call it, like, um, you know, this was a very smart, person and she had a very clear idea of what my business should look like but it was my business mm-hmm. not her business so I had everything ends up being your fault you're the boss you've got the pay check in your hand if you're not telling people if you're not clear about their scope of their work and what's what that does not include so you've got to be telling them this is what I'll be doing and this is what you'll be doing because you don't want that person then 
making a phone call on your behalf or, you know, there were things like that that were happening that I was like, no, 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 don't. But I'd never told her not to. Right. So, again, when things get assumed, they get muddy, they get murky, the, the wheels fall off and you find yourself feeling really sick in the stomach, which is you, you start becoming very emotional about something that should be the business should be separate from you and you've got to try and keep it as a separate entity mentally, psychologically, emotionally. It's very, very difficult when it's something so deeply personal. But nonetheless, that's how you should proceed and say, where have I been unclear? Mm. Everything, it's like being the mum, you know, it, it's always your fault until proven otherwise. <laughs> so <laughs> if you have not said what the jobs are for the week yes, um, and people get it wrong, well, it's your fault, dickhead. You've got no one to blame but yourself. So, yes, use friends, absolutely. Pay everybody, even if it's a nominal amount because you never want someone coming back at you and saying you're, you know, working for women and women paying for women's labour, which is the whole principle of Sheba. Yes. And they're not paying people. I feel like, too, what happens there is an assumption of a person's personality. Yeah. And you probably don't know the ins and outs of everybody's personality, even no. if they are your dearest friends. and you, you They could... don't know it themselves. It's a revelation to them. They've never done this before either, yeah. a lot of them. So we have different selves. We have shadow selves and sometimes that work person, when you see someone in a work context or they're working at your kitchen table, it's not like you've got all the, you know, establishment that makes people able to behave in a certain professional manner either. You know, if they're clearing out beside your dishes or mm. picking up some milk on the way over to have a meeting with you, um, you know, that's it's not as professional as you'd like. It's not clean. It's not established yet. So it's murky. Yeah. So how did that resolve with your friend? We just had a very honest conversation. We are both enormously relieved and then I had to hire my first proper person. Are you still friends with that friend? Yeah, best mates. Absolutely oh, best that, mates. That's yeah, made terrific. me feel so happy. Oh, Just we're great that. friends. Great, great friends. <laughs> I was so anxious you were going to say, I've never no, spoken no. to no, her. No, 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 no. We were, we, <laughs> thank goodness. It was really, it was so good. It was so good to have that conversation. But, you know, nearly every person I've hired who's been a friend doesn't work with me anymore and I won't hire someone who's a friend anymore. Yeah, so, I feel like I love my friends too much. Yeah, it's putting too much at risk. Um, unless they actually run a separate business entity, like they were the head of, say, you know, the Commonwealth Bank or something, you know, and they happen to be a friend, then you might engage this, their professional services, but you would keep them out of it. Well, I think hiring a friend who, like, so I am hiring friends who have their own businesses. That's different. That's perfect. They're not coming into my business. No, no. So their fee scale is established. Exactly. Their, their protocols are established. They've got contracts in the bottom drawer. They've got their non-disclosure agreements. They've got all those things ready to go because they're fully-fledged businesses mm. in full flight. So that's very different. I don't think there's a problem with that because that's familiar. They love you. They're passionate. Um, and they also are going to give you – you're a known quantity to them as well. So – you know, they've got a stake in seeing you fly. Um, but, you know, if it comes down to not being able to pay a bill, you'll find that friendship has no part of that conversation because no. they'll put you onto someone in accounts. Yes. They'll say, yeah, and actually you do have to pay that. And, yes, we can work out a repayment schedule, but, yeah, it's 
But you can then keep that friendship is still clear and separate. Well, and because they are a business, the rules are already laid out. That's right. So what I'm hearing is the rules have to be, be clear, clear be right clear. from the beginning. Yeah. And keep reviewing them and keep reflecting on them because these things are not static. They evolve. They change as your business goes from a kitchen table operation. The nature in which you want to engage with people will change as well. Mm. So before we get to the point where we can hire formally, yes, are there things that or places we can go to or ways that we can actually outsource all of this juggling of the various things, including chainsaws? <laughs> um, Just don't juggle chainsaws would be my advice. Yeah, yeah. that was very dangerous. In a way that is perhaps more affordable than actually hiring someone having to deal with super and, you know, tax all and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Are there, are there resources available? Yeah, well, look, I did a lot of networking online and like through Facebook groups and stuff. So there's like a really huge group called Like-Minded Bitches Drinking Wine. Wine. Love it. There's she's the boss. Mm-hmm. Um, there's there's hundreds of them. And if you go in there and say, "Look, I'm looking for a graphic artist two days a week uh, to do this and this," who are some of the best people you've you know? Mm. You will be flooded with information. Or uh, I need a virtual assistant. I need someone to who can take my calls for me can manage my calendar so I'm not double booking for interviews or whatever, especially around publicity and stuff. Like that can be really handy. You don't, can't quite afford an EA yet, but you really do need someone who will also slot in, um, I've found, you know, kid stuff too mm. for me. So there's a parent-teacher nights, there's your dental appointments, there's and manage all of that. So, But sometimes you only need someone two days a week to do do all of that for you and some of them are really fantastic. You know, also I've got to say in COVID I was very glad that we didn't have a lot of people on contracts. Everyone was a full-time staff member so they were entitled to the full amounts that the government was offering too. So there are some benefits to employing people and also depending on your state and territory, if you employ a certain number of people, the Victorian government will top up your wages bill like they'll give you five grand for employing certain people over 50 they'll give you money for um if you take on five people in a certain time frame as full-time staff members so it's really worth looking into some of the stimulus packages as well that are around at the moment um Mm. tax breaks and and cash direct cash payments if you're going to hire someone full-time and it also comes to a point where it's just a fair thing to do if that person is giving you many hours. And they want to. I mean, I've found a lot of people don't want to be full-time. They, A lot of our young students want that flexibility to work for two or three different people. But, yeah, when they're full-time and you know that that's what they want and that's what you want or permanent part-time, um, it's a good thing to be able to negotiate that and to see the ways in which some governments are trying to support you to do that. So if your head is spinning and you're just like, oh, my God, I just literally can't even work out what assistance I need. Yes. What sorts of roles do you reckon you roll out to begin with? Um, well, I think you, everyone needs to essentially know where the money is and where it's going and that's a really key one. So if you don't have a very good grip on that, I would get someone to be, um, and there's lots of these roles around, but a bookkeeper type, mm. a virtual bookkeeper They might be a bookkeeper, they might be um, a financial officer, but someone who does payroll Mm. and someone who's watching all the invoices and watching cash at bank and showing you what you 
generated in revenue that month. That's really key. I'm guessing that you were pretty quick to hire people who were managing communication with the public. Yep. I'd write it and then other people would do the where to place it on social. Mm -hmm. And that was a big hire. Um, But also a project manager for us was the huge tech piece. So I hired a really terrific person who not only had she been um, an Uber driver and a Sheba driver, but she was also a very good data analyst and um, had a huge background in IT, um, just fantastic. And she did help me do a lot of stuff with getting the app out and then managing the IT. I feel like there's sort of a chicken and an egg scenario though because you're growing and so you need help with the growth but you might not yet have the revenue but you can't get the revenue if you're not growing. That's right. You've so got to act boldly. It's about managing your needs versus what you've actually got coming got it in. Got bank, yeah. It's really – and look, don't expect to be cash flow positive for a long time. Mm. Like you, nothing would ever get built if people were waiting to have the funds – before they started, you know, like <laughs> you couldn't, you couldn't build a bridge. No. You know, it doesn't make any money for a while. Um, you've got to say this is going to happen and as long as I've got enough money in the bank to be paying the wages of the people I'm asking to do it, and sometimes that's come down to my personal, you know, savings. Yes. I've had to do that um, while we're, you know, seeking to raise money. But, yeah, it's it's tricky. It's very stressful. So be very clear about what you can't do yourself without breaking. Mm-hmm. It's what's your breaking point and then who can do it cheaply and effectively. But, yeah, growth, it's hard. It is. It is a chicken and egg thing and that's where you have to be kind of a bit bolshy and say, well, if I don't invest in this, I don't have a business. Also, I will. I, my head will pop off. My head will pop off. I won't do a good job and – we're screwed, really, basically, if I don't hire someone in this field to do this right now. This mm-hmm. is critical. That one can wait. That's three months down the line. That's next year. And that you should have that plan already, like your 12 months, five-year, where are we going? And it'll change. Like if it's not cast in stone, no one's going to, you know, pull your toenails out if that's not how it <laughs> ends up evolving. But it's very helpful for you to have a strategic business plan about this is what I anticipate the growth will be. This is how I, how we will proceed. So this is who I will need to have to take me on that trajectory. Right. So that's kind of like defining your roadmap and going, yeah. well, there's a trigger point. At that point, I'm going to need to hire these sorts Absolutely. of people to get to the next exactly. stage of the roadmap. Exactly. Mm. So you start with a skeleton mm. and then you add more to it. So the skeleton stuff should ideally be someone who manages your money and somebody who manages your messaging. Mm. And or or maybe for you it's a tech person, I don't know. Like it depends on your business. But most businesses, you need money and you need marketing. That's absolutely critical. Those two things are the yeah. things that I've put in place, a marketing manager and the tech and money. Those That's, three things I yeah. think are really great headlines to think about. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
So you've hired people and you've set out set the rules, right? But what happens if the relationship isn't great? Or what happens if you really feel like you need to have some hard conversations? I'm really bad at challenging conversations. Yeah, well, you'll get good at it because you kind of don't have a choice. And again, this is where you have to put your your grown-up girl pants on and you also have to think, okay, I don't like having them, but when I've had them with other people, do I survive? Yes. You know, in 25 minutes this will be behind me and I will have been, if you're not going to be cruel to someone, Mm. you're being honest. So it's really good to have measurable expectations of staff. It may not be KPIs as such, but, you know, if you've, so it depends on where you want the conversation to go. So if you know that this is going to be the last time we talk because actually you're not a good fit for this business Mm. and that doesn't mean that you're, a terrible person or that they're probably just as unhappy as you are with them. You know, there's a very good chance. So you have to psych yourself up. I always now give people a heads up that we need to have a really hard conversation and can I meet you for a coffee at 10 o'clock on Tuesday morning, that kind of thing. So they're not coming in skipping, you know, full of life expecting that, you know. Bringing you a book that they thought you might like to read. Or that, you know, you're about to give them a raise. (laughs) That's right. So that's right. You say, look, I've got a lot of things I need to discuss with you and we need to have a really hard conversation. And usually people know it's coming. Like people aren't stupid and certainly people who are on your books shouldn't be stupid. So Mm. then in that conversation you have to say, look, you're not a good fit. I say it straight up. This is a discussion about letting you go. Um, it's really hard to do. I don't want to be having this discussion with you, but this isn't working. Oh, wow. Yeah. Band-aid right off. That's really hardcore. Yeah. But it's also, you know, the business, it's like a family in a way. Like if I don't sacrifice this person, we're all screwed. Like we, there's, there's a reason why that person isn't a good fit for you anymore. And you have to move them out of the business. And there's just you can't be paying people who aren't performing or they're creating more drama than they are results, you no. know. So by the time you're at that com- that point, you really are very clear about what needs to happen in this conversation. And I'm assuming leading into it you've had other conversations with that person that actually, you know, you've, Tried, tried to, to help them. them. You've tried to correct the mm. the behaviour. I wasn't clear. This is what we need from you. Yes. Giving them more chances. Yeah. And then if that person still hasn't delivered, you have what to else? say what you've got no you... choice. You've got to let them go. Mm. And also, you also got to be, it's like someone breaking up with you. Like, do you want to work with, you know, do you want to go out with someone who doesn't want to be, be your boyfriend? <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> so does somebody want to work in a place where they are not, being seen as the wonderful person they are. And sometimes it is just the wrong job for them. Mm. You know, it's harder than you they'd anticipated or it's got more of this than that. You know, maybe everyone has bits of their jobs that they love and bits that they don't love so much. So sometimes it's just the scales have been too long in the, I've been doing the crappy part of the job that I hate for longer than I wanted to Mm. or for less money than I wanted to or the wrong days of the week that I wanted to or, you know, my kid's childcare provider changed. So, you know, it's now I can't be in at the office as often as I thought I could. You know, it's really, there are so many moving parts, I guess. But when you have to let someone go, it's awful, but you do get 
good at it by saying, because you've been sacked, I've been sacked. Oh, like it's, so many times. It doesn't kill you. No. You know, and and so when you're going to do it to someone else, you just got to remember that they'll be fine. Yes. And that comes across in that last conversation too. Like, I believe you're going to be great. You're just not great here. Yeah. And that's okay, you know. Do you think that mm, some people, and I think I would include myself in this, and I wonder if it's a female thing, mm. have trouble with these hard conversations? Because trust me, I've I've lied to people rather than sack them. Just gone. Oh well, you know, um, we're going to go with a with a different agency now, like babysitters yeah. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's right. Yeah, because I was too scared to say. Yeah, yeah, you know, don't want to hurt their feelings. No, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but do you think? We're like that because we don't know how to even identify what our needs are. I think that's a huge part of it. I think it really is. I think you are told, well, one, you don't want to be mean. You're so mm. scared of looking like a bitch that mm. you don't say anything. Um, and we sort of tend to talk about it with another friend before we raise it with the person that we actually want to do the business with. You know, we actually want to say, I've got the problem with, you know, Jane, but I end up talking to Anne and Kate and Lucy about it, you know, before I actually have the chat with Jane. And that's, that is one of it. You're trying to get sort of validation from your peers to say, you know, well, actually you do know that, you know, her husband's just left her or, you know, her dog started chemotherapy or whatever it might be. And then you have to say, well, okay, I'll take that into account. I can have a chat to her because you do want to get that information. Um, and you also need to find out how, say they're in charge of a big team, like are they performing well at least in their own team but they're not delivering on the project that they've had set. So then at least when you're having that conversation to say, look, Jane, I know your team loves you, you're great in that, but in terms of your, the output, it's not where it needs to be. Mm. That Here's warning number one. But to have that conversation with Jane, I have to face my own issues around yeah. – a, I'm okay not being liked. You've got to not I, be, be prepared I for that. really yep. struggle with that. Yeah. And you're not hiring a best friend. You're hiring, no. Jane's not there to be my friend. She's, she's not there, there to, to be, be a friend. She can't solve. She's only there to do one thing. Okay. And that's work for the business. I yeah. get it. So I've got to face the fact that I'm not very good at being not liked. Yeah. I've got to deal with um, actually what is it that I need, not just – and remove myself from the business yeah. and not know, and understand it's not personal. It's not personal. It's just business. It's just business. And that becomes more and more apparent as people shit on you too. You mm. become better at shitting on others and saying, no, nah, that was I should have seen that coming. Did I get that in writing? No, I did not. Mm. So someone's going to turn that against me. I've now got to be a little bit more armed, be a little bit better prepared. Mm. No conversation just floats around in the ether. It gets responded to in an email. Just to be clear, we had that discussion. You were going to provide X units of what for this price over this term. These are the payment terms. Put it in writing. Put it in an email. Get confirmation. Um, get a clear understanding. It's not personal. Mm. It's just business. But every time you're setting an expectation and creating the rules, you're saying, I'm, I'm, Worthy of being the boss here. I am the boss. I am the boss. I mean, I, I like I see it in my daughter who's 11. She feels bad in saying, oh, you know, I, I, I don't know how to tell my friend that she made me feel bad that day and she mm. talked to me in a nasty way. And I'm like, well, because you, 
you know, it's okay for you to actually put your hand up and say these are the rules and we yeah. don't talk to people like that. That's right. I'm the boss of me. I'm the boss of me. <laughs> yeah. People don't, we don't feel like we've no, got permission to do that. It's very hard it, and I think especially if you've had, you know, a traumatic background or you've had, you know, where those boundaries haven't been respected in the past, um, you do it is a new skill that you, it is just another skill and just because you haven't been able to do it before doesn't mean you won't be able to do it now because mm. you're going to need to or your business will fail. I've heard this term key man risk, George. Can you very quickly explain that? Okay. so if I you, should say key person key risk. Key person risk. Um, yeah, if you have somebody who knows everything about your business and they get run over by a car, where does that leave your business? So you've got to look at your, at your crew, your pit crew all the time and say – if one of these people got taken out with something, where would the business be tomorrow? And that is your key person risk factor. So if you have all the intellectual property of the business in sitting in the hands of one person, they've got you over a barrel in some ways, um, but also if something happens to them, you're in real trouble. And people, things happen. People mm. get an appendicitis or, you know, they're just – unavailable for a couple of weeks and you go, oh, my God, I actually don't have the passwords to everything. I don't have, um, you know, I don't know where all my media is being placed and at what price. And so you're flying blind without that person there and the risk is to the business that the whole thing would go kaput if one person is missing. Mm. So you've got to be very sure that you're documenting everything. People are documenting everything as they go, their mm. procedures, their protocols, um, passwords because <laughs> everything needs a password these days and you can be really screwed if you don't have that, mm. can't access it for 24 hours, you know. And also perhaps training up other people to have the skills. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So not only are they documenting things but if you've got someone shadowing them mm. um, is really good. And so everyone should know a little bit about what else is happening in the business. I wouldn't have everyone siloed um, and away I think it's – for us, we've tried it a few different ways, but really everyone knowing what tech's doing, what marketing's doing, what compliance is doing, we all have to know what every other part of the business is doing. Mm. Well, I would say, George, heading into our first show for mm. Broad Radio tomorrow, I do feel as though we've grown very quickly. I've got very key people in yeah. place um, who I have I'm relying on enormously. Yeah. Um, and to a degree I feel a bit vulnerable with that because okay. you have to hand over a lot of what you love That's to that person. That's a really good point, Joe. You do. You have to do. You have to let some things go to let them live. Is that? Yeah. Is that normal it's for me very to feel normal. That It's very normal. <laughs> it's totally normal. And it's a recognition that one, I can't do everything. I can't actually work you know, 20 hours a day forever. Um, but it's also saying they might be better at this than I am and that's hard as well, but they are. Isn't that good though? It's great. It's such a relief. I love having someone around me who I'm like, oh, my God, you're so good at that. <laughs> that's right. Please do that bit because I can't do yeah. it. And you're teaching me. Yeah. Aren't we there to learn yeah. in a lot of ways? It's a lot of ego is challenged in running a business, you know, that – the one hand, you're in charge of everything, you're responsible for everything, but you're not in control of everything. And so that's a big difference, you know. You have all the responsibility, but you don't always have all the control. Mm. And so that's that's hard. So there's another thing of learning about yourself. How much do you trust others? Mm. 
Yeah. Oh, all your trust issues come into play. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's very, it's, if you're very self-aware, um, it helps if you're not unaccustomed to being self-aware, you know, but then again, a lot of sociopaths run businesses. <laughs> they seem to do just they fine. They do very well. <laughs> they run care. whole countries. Yeah, so they can. <laughs> they can. Um, but yeah, it's not a good. It's not a good feeling. Mm. It's not you. So, George, this brings this season of She Did You Can to a close <laughs> um, because I have got a little thing called Board Radio to nurture right you now. So do. We're going to have a little break. Yeah. Um, we'll be back very soon with a whole new season. But I want people to understand. Um, I've learned so much from you. I oh, can't even dumb. tell you for these episodes. I'm so glad. But also what I've learned in myself is that you actually have the resources in you. You do. Everyone does. You do. You just it's just a bit takes a bit of time to think about it and document it and write it down. And you they're there. Like mm. you've got them. You've got them. You've got them. And if you don't, that's what this episode's taught us, you can find it in other people. Hire them. But even knowing what you need is a skill. Mm. articulating it, documenting it, searching for somebody and saying, I'm going to pay you to do it. Mm. Well, I'm very excited. Ah, here we go, Joe. With Broad Radio, we're going to be bringing you lots of conversations that are uplifting, informative, that are moving and fun. So what can we expect? Okay, you're going to have a couple of broads sitting around talking about things that perhaps you wouldn't hear in mainstream media. I don't know what you mean. You know. Or periods. <laughs> He's going to talk about your period all the time. Well, there might be some menopause talk or period talk or female yeah. pleasure. You know what it is? I don't know woman. what that is. I've never heard of it. <laughs> One of the things that excite you and, and that you enjoy, but also, you know, what is it to, what is it to feel invisible yeah. as, as a woman? Yeah. What is it to actually want a career but don't know how to manage that when you're actually, you know, caring for elderly parents or kids? Yeah. What is it to, you know, want gender pay equality oh my god <laughs> that's outrageous that's going to actually hit the airwaves oh my god the internet will break what about women's sport what about women in leadership what about women scientists and engineers and oh you know so exciting all that's of that. so exciting yeah. yeah um but mostly it's gonna be really entertaining and uh inclusive oh my god i want to mm. pull up a pew i want to pull out a beer and pull up a pew and yeah. just Sit and listen and have a yak. Yeah. Well, you you will. You'll, yeah. You'll be joining us oh, down no, the track. I'm listening then. Listening. Oh yeah. No. No. I, I meant for the first one just to be there to yeah. to barrack and cheer and you know say go Joe. Yeah. Go Joe. Go. And the way you can listen or watch actually is what we're doing is our minimum viable product, which Good. is a term that you can learn in other episodes yep. of this series. MVP. My MVP. So it's like a tiny version of a radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a live streamed show, Perfect. so you can watch it on Facebook or YouTube or at our website, broadradio.com.au. It's going to be every Tuesday at 9am, Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. Perfect. Um, and then you can watch Catch Up On Demand anytime you like. Nice. But, yeah, so our first is just a one-hour-a-week show. We're going to build it to two shows a week, then three shows, then four shows. But, yeah. 24-7. That's broads talking. That's it, babe. We're yeah. going to be doing that down the track. But to begin with, it's just this one hour. So on Facebook, we're at Broad Radio Oz. You can like and follow us there and on youtube we're broad radio oz as well AUS. you can like and subscribe there so you're gonna know when we're going live you've got to like and subscribe there you've got to hit that bell mm. you know people say that on all the people your favorite youtube people that you watch like and subscribe like and subscribe mm. but it's very important because mm. otherwise you'll miss it yeah 
And you'll be kicking yourself. (laughs) You might even kick other people. Yeah, well, don't do that. Don't do that. Not in my name. Not a violent people. (laughs) Like and subscribe. (sighs) It's so exciting, Joe. Congratulations. I'm so proud of you. So people go to the website to see it. Yeah, broadradio.com.au. Don't need a radio at all. No. Just need a computer. I mean, you can Bluetooth your YouTube to your car. Oh, I would listen do that. that way. That's good. You can listen to it as when you're out power walking. Yep, like you would with the potty. Yeah, that's exactly right. Perfect. It's but that. this one you get to see the women talking. Oh, yeah, it's video, so you can see our Yay. faces. And I'm going to have to put some lippy on, which, you know. Well, I was going to mention something about <laughs> <laughs> Some days I might not, though. Because yeah. we're very accepting of everyone. <laughs> it's inclusive. Yeah, just come as you are. Wear your pajamas. Yeah, I will. I might. <laughs> so you can head to broadradio.com.au and while you're there, you can also go to sheba.com.au. Oh, yeah, Check out can. what you're doing there. Yeah, we need more drivers. Mm. We're recruiting like fiends. So mm. please, 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 please. Um, mate, this is great. This is so exciting. Here we go. Thanks, darling. Thank you so much for everything I've learned from you. Um, and I know many people have learned oh, from you pleasure. over this uh, series. We'll be back soon with more invaluable lessons to help you build your business. But don't wait for us. Just go out and do it anyway. Start it. The most important thing Joe was going to say to you is just bloody start. Yes. Start and learn. Start and learn. Be a completionist, not a perfectionist. Oh, trust me. <laughs> There's no perfect here. That's my brand. To yeah. have no perfection. No whatsoever. perfection. Perfection is a loser's game. Yes. You'll never get anything done. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, this has been She Did. You can. Because you can. You can. She did. I am. You are. <laughs>